0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast for a comedy writer. (coughs) What? (laughs) I forgot my part. I was waiting for you to say it. I don't even know what I was waiting for it. you
1: to throw it to me because I was going to be like, James, are you okay? Like, there's a lot going on on your end that oh, might need medication.
0: I was thinking about how I could work the not a celebrity thing in for yet another insult. <laughs> and I got totally distracted. Where the podcast, where a comedy writer and the other guy who is not exploding, Unicorn, oh, try to solve no. your long running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? Wow. This. Uh This is what happens after the dumpster fire when
1: you (laughs) pour gasoline on it and light it on fire again.
0: We, Thank should, you. we should really record this podcast first. We come out of the other one like crash test dummies who've gone like a <laughs> few too many rounds. <laughs> it's really hard to strength string, string think straight. There we go. Uh, People are going to start writing in thinking I'm having a stroke on air. And the worst part is this is all pre-recorded. <laughs> yes. So you have to know if this makes it online, I did survive the episode or my wife posted so it oh, posthumously. One or the not other. not over yet. All but right. anyway, <laughs> on to the question. Yes. Uh, I am about five weeks pregnant with my first child. My husband already has three from a previous relationship. As I am in my 30s, I have felt the cold hand of death sliding up my spine for years now. And from the start of our relationship, I'm assuming this is some some sarcasm here. I think we're okay. Yeah, I'm with you. At the start of our relationship, my husband agreed he was willing to have more children. However, now that I'm pregnant, he doesn't seem happy at all. He did tear up for about 10 seconds when I told him I was pregnant, but then immediately went snarky. I know some of this is probably hormones, but I'm very upset that he doesn't seem happy to be welcoming a new baby. I mentioned this to him as non-confrontationally as as I could, and he basically just shrugged. How do I cope with this? I wanted to have kids so badly, more fool fool me, I guess, and it upsets me that he doesn't seem as interested. All right. Go ahead and take it away. Steve. My name is Steve. Yes, I suppose. If you want to go by that. We don't have any proof. Uh, well, I have never seen your driver's license. Just let the record show.
1: Uh, uh, well, my passport picture was online once when I had the big permed mullet from 1991. Did you post your social security number too? I had my finger over it. I well, actually... <laughs> I posted my student ID from 1987, and I my student ID number was my social, like we all use oh. our socials. Funny how times change. Anyway, it, guys are different than women in this sense, and you've gone through this 27 times, James, and myself <laughs> twice. In general, and uh, I, I know there's a lot of other variables here, but in general, for a woman, childbirth, like she's sort of... She understands the kid is there right from the beginning because her body is starting to move things around. You got to move the furniture to make room for this new couch you're getting. There's a lot of hormones going on. You feel the baby moving when quickening happens. Like there's a lot that she is doing internally to connect with that kid. For the guy, and maybe I'm alone in this, but I don't think for the guy the baby is real until it's sort of there. And so I I don't think this is an uncommon problem whether there are three other children or not. Like uh, for the most part, I think guys need to kind of see it and hold it to believe that that baby is there. Given that he already has three kids, there's probably a little bit of him that's scared. Because this is going to be another get up at 2 a.m. to feed the baby, and I've been through this already. So I don't think that he is unexcited in a global sense like you're afraid he is, which means he's drifting away from you. He won't love the baby. I think this is more he's kind of bracing for impact. Because for you, it's going to be the first time you experience all this stuff. So you kind of enjoy the majesty of getting up at 2 a.m. to feed the baby. For him, because he's been through it, this is going to be another, I got to drag myself out of bed at 2 a.m. I think it's a little bit of fear and a little bit of predicting the inevitable downside of having a kid. Having said all of that, I will bet ya once that baby is there, your husband will love it as much as you. At least that's me giving him the benefit of the doubt. I do know that he's going to feel a little bit uh, less intensely than you just because for him it's not happening inside his body. Anyway, I don't know how you felt, James, for the four, but I'm guessing it has to be that way with every male-female having a kid, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you get excited, especially with the first one. But I think uh, I think the balance tips. The more kids you have, from the initial excitement, there's always some excitement there. But with each kid, you also remember all the stuff that goes into the kids, especially sure. the process of getting them out. Like uh, husbands have <laughs> a very different experience with pregnancy than wives do, and uh, you know, there's a. Lot, I, I still remember when my wife was pregnant with one of ours and she just she, with the first few kids she just had horrible horrible morning sickness uh, and her morning was basically 24 hours a day like all day every day she would throw up she could only tolerate certain smells I remember one day she came home and she said I'm going to have a potato you can have whatever you want, but if it's anything <laughs> other than a potato, you have to go eat it upstairs. Like she could not tolerate <laughs> the existence of smells other than that potato. Oh, no. Oh, There was another story. My wife is a, you know, a super <laughs> rational scientist, uh, very calm and collected all the time. There was a day I took, uh, you know, my pre-carnivore days back when I just ate whatever. I took um, like the last of the box of Cheez-Its. To work, to have was like breakfast. And uh-huh. as I was driving home, or maybe a snack, I don't know, I took the box. There were not that many Cheez-Its left in it. And on the way <laughs> home, uh, she called me. She's like, where are the Cheez-Its? I can't find the Cheez-Its. And I said, oh, I ate them. And like, it almost ended our marriage. Like it was, it was a huge deal that she was pregnant and needed Cheez-Its and I had eaten the cheez Like they weren't reserved. They needed. weren't set aside. I, they, it had never previously been established that Cheez-Its were just for <laughs> pregnant women. And then I went out and I, I bought her Cheez-Its because I was like, obviously, you know, a box of cheez is cheaper than a divorce, what but I, a bought good her husband. The, I bought her the wrong kind. Like she wanted like oh. the fat free ones <laughs> or the diet ones. Not that she was worried about like gaining weight, but she was just so sensitive to taste. She's like, but this specific specific kind is what i need and the other one might as well you know just be garbage and um so with other kids like yeah i was excited every time we got pregnant but i also remembered all the times i almost died over potatoes and cheeses and all of that like man you know that's uh, there's a lot to go through here and i feel like with husbands we're kind of waiting on deck anyway with the whole pregnancy i mean truthfully we can be we can be supportive we can help you out but it's all our help as really superficial like whether we do everything or we do nothing that baby's going to develop it's kind of all up to mom at that stage and you're just kind of trying to you know reduce her inconveniences even like uh, i felt pretty useless all every time in the delivery room too it's like holy cow she's going through this huge transformational thing you know and there could be a lot of pain there's going to be all the it's going to be the most physically intensive thing she's ever done and, you know, I'm just standing here in cargo shorts and it's like, no, you know, I'm not going to feel a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah.
0: I'm not even going to break a sweat. Yeah, so it's, uh, as much as you want to be in there, they are kind of separate experiences. So I'm going to side with Steve here and say, I don't think you have a lot to worry about. Um, this is, he might be more giddy if it was his first kid, but he's this isn't his first rodeo. He's been through this before. He knows what's going to happen. And you've seen how he is with his other kids. I mean, I'm sure you would not have married him or gotten with him if you thought he was not a loving dad. So oh, that's a good point. evidence that he's a good dad that he loves his kids and when this kid comes out it's not going to be any different than than his other kids he's going to love this child just as much so you have absolutely nothing to worry about and uh, we have a full two minutes here steve and i'm going to give you all two minutes lest we get another comment about how we have not heard your beautiful voice enough
1: crash test dummies (laughs) coming out of the last podcast yes (laughs) I encourage everyone to listen to Wrong and Wronger and find out what James is really like. But <laughs> I like, James, how you had to add the little tag, there weren't that many Cheez-Its left anyway. <laughs> like, you're setting up your defense before you're even accused at that yeah. point. Because you know there's no correct way for you to proceed well, from if, here.
0: If I ate, like, a whole new box, like, in one day, I could understand the <laughs> anger. But it was it was the drebs at just the very bottom.
1: <sighs> oh.
0: Yeah, I
1: I remember in the delivery room, talk about feeling inadequate, like (laughs) my job was to hold one leg. And uh, you probably had the same thing, right? That's kind of what the husband does. There's not a whole lot for you to do. And I do remember thinking, hey, why is this all about her? I'm standing <laughs> here, too. I'm the dad. But I do I, – that was a joke. What I do remember thinking is I looked down and immediately regretted it because I thought I do not need to think about that part of my wife's anatomy this way. Like uh, I, I don't need to have that image. I would like to enjoy that part of my wife's anatomy and not see the gruesome mangled mess that's happening down there during this – miraculous wonderful childbirth <laughs> moment childbirth is a train <laughs> they, that, tell uh, they, the- you, they tell what?
0: you you get through that they tell you you gotta take six weeks off it's like after you watch the birth it's like that's that's not really a problem we're good <laughs> <laughs> james is not talking take six weeks off of work by the way <laughs> <But> yes <laughs>
1: All right, we got to walk it out of here. This is your job.
0: <laughs> oh, it is. Well, if you have a question you'd like to send in to us, um, send that to jamesbrakewell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with an E. It doesn't actually have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, co-workers, parent, pet, whatever you've got. Send it in and we'll do our best to solve it in 10 minutes or less. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.